Good morning, listeners, and welcome to day 131 of Mercury, a broadcast of hope. I'm Agnes Drew, and I want to start off today by telling everyone that I hope you're all safe and comfortable, or at least as comfortable as could reasonably be expected. The zombies don't seem as active lately, so that's good. Dr. Clark is considering trying to get a little closer to see if the cold might be having an effect on them at all. But she's being very cautious and trying to find the right place to do the observation, along with making sure she has multiple escape routes. She's been working with Wade and Bill a lot, so they should be able to put something together. For myself, I'm doing okay. Ever since we found out what day it was back at the first of the year, I've been dreading today a little, honestly. When we didn't know the exact date, it was easy to pick out days when you needed a little pick-me-up. I picked a new birthday. We celebrated Christmas pretty much for a whole month. We talked about how we'd missed Halloween and Thanksgiving. All these holidays that are about family and hope or... In some cases, just having a party and everybody having a good time. That's what today was like for me when I was with Sam. A chance to have a good time. Dr. Clark suggested I try to take some of the sting out of his not being here by making the day more clinical. She gave me a book that has the history and origins of various holidays, so I'm going to give it a try. The Feast of St. Valentine actually honors a number of Christian martyrs, including Valentine of Rome and Valentine of Turney. Not a lot is known about Valentine of Turney, but Valentine of Rome was allegedly persecuted as a Christian by the Roman Emperor Claudius II. The emperor supposedly met with Valentine in person and tried to convert him to Roman paganism in order to spare his life but Valentine responded by trying to convert the emperor to Christianity. The emperor didn't take kindly to this, as you might imagine, and ordered Valentine to be executed. While he was in prison, waiting for his execution, Valentine allegedly healed the daughter of the jailer, whose family later did convert to Christianity. Valentine also supposedly sent a letter to the daughter that he had healed and signed it as, Your Valentine. And that was the first Valentine card. Valentine's Day wasn't celebrated as having anything to do with romantic love until the 14th century and the poetry of Chaucer. Before that, any celebration of the day was more about sacrifice than romantic love, and I'm sorry, but I I can't do this. I can't pretend that today is something that it isn't. It hurts, but it feels wrong to do it this way. We'd only been together for a couple of years before all this happened. But on this day, we'd make little surprises for each other. Nothing expensive. We didn't have enough money for that, and we both knew it. Just little gestures that showed how we felt, and we never made a big deal out of it. Nobody filled a room with roses. We didn't have a bunch of mylar balloons in the shape of hearts. Those are terrible for the environment and are such a cheap way of showing someone how you feel anyway. Hey, I went to the store and bought this thing. It just doesn't say, I love you, to me. 
for me today. The best surprise he could get from me is to stroll through the door as if nothing had happened. I know that's not going to happen. And that's something else I'm struggling with today. I can't tell if it's survivor's guilt or resentment or just general bitterness and grief, but I'm having a really hard time with the idea that he isn't going to walk through that door. We've been on the air long enough by now that if he was still alive, then he'd have found me by now, or at least sent word. It's not like we've made ourselves hard to find. And so I have to work through the fact that I've got this idealized version of him in my head. And it's so unfair to his memory because nobody could ever live up to how wonderful I think he was. People change. They grow and evolve and their lives take turns that nobody could expect. And those turns affect people through a mismatch of experiences and memories and attitudes and just general brain chemistry. We become different people and that process is supposed to make us better as we learn from our mistakes, but it doesn't always work out that way. We all know the bitter old person who lets regret rule their lives as they count down the days. And yeah, this is probably the part of the broadcast where I or Max, or Dr. Clark, or somebody butts in and says, isn't this a broadcast of hope? And today, I say that I'm doing my best, and that darn well ought to be enough. I deserve a day to wallow in my self-pity and say that I want to know the Sam that would be alive today and not be stuck having to remember the Sam that isn't here anymore and have nothing but imagination to try to figure out what the Sam of today would be like. So I'm sorry, listeners, uh, but today I, I can't be filled with the kind of hope that I know you've come to expect from us. So I guess I'd better wrap it up before I bring everyone down even more. For Mercury, a broadcast of hope. Or at least as much hope as we can muster on any given day. I'm Agnes Drew. Take care of each other. <laughs>